Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation. It is Thursday, January 6, 2022. So today we are reading from Matthew chapter 4, verses 8 through 11. Again, the devil took him to a high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. Jesus said to, oh, and he said to him, all these I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him, and suddenly angels came and waited on him. So this, today we read from Matthew chapter 4, verses 8 through 11. And in this passage, we see the third temptation of Jesus. And that third temptation is for Jesus to bow down and worship Satan. And Satan means the accuser, the tempter uh, in Scripture. And really, the temptation is to worship someone other than God. Um, We see all throughout the Old Testament. We see that Israel struggles with uh, this idea of worshiping other gods, the gods of the people around them. Um, we, we know that the, in the Old Testament, the people had the Baals all around Israel. There were these groups that worshipped what were called the Baals. And the Baals often were like fertility gods. They would bring the rain. Um, the Baals were supposed to bring your crops, which would bring harvest, which would bring food. And also uh, that would be kind of like your monetary system. And then there were Baals and there was Ashtoreth. Um, the goddess of sex, basically. Um, and so pleasure, gods of, of money, power, and sex, if you will. Those gods have been around forever. And, and so, so many times when we think about this idea of worshiping only God, Jesus says here, worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Uh, the temptation here is generally um, not for people to just forget God altogether. Uh, Even in the Old Testament, the people still continued their worship of Yahweh in the temple. Uh, Generally, the temptation is not to just forget God altogether. But what tends to happen is, and what happened in Israel especially, was that they would worship Yahweh, their one true God, the God of Genesis, the God that created the whole world, the God who had called them as a people, But they would also throw in a little worship of these other gods, kind of like hedging your bets, uh, trying to make sure that just in case Yahweh didn't come through, that one of these other gods would sustain them. So what does that look like in our world? I think it looks, worshiping other gods looks a lot like placing our security in something like consumerism, meaning just having more and more and more is what's going to make you happy or trusting in our 401k more than we trust in God, or 
um, worshiping those same gods of entertainment and pleasure and sex um, that were worshiped um, in the Old Testament. And, and so Jesus has this situation presented before him where he is uh, given the opportunity just to worship the tempter and have everything in the world given to him. Now, we're not really sure that the tempter has that kind of power, uh, but he's promising him those things one way or the other. And Jesus uh, ultimately does have everything under him. He is king of kings and lord of lords, as we see prophesied about even all the way back to Isaiah. Um, but, but Jesus takes a very different route. Jesus chooses not to bow before any other God. He worships the Lord, his God only, and, and trusts to follow him, even though that whole process will lead him to a cross, um, even though following the will of the Father will end up getting him killed. In his resurrection, he then um, he is verified. His, he, his power, his authority, his might is shown for what it is, and then all things are put under his feet, we see in Scripture. And if you read Revelation, uh, there's definitely um, that tone at the end of all things. And so Jesus is King of Kings, and Jesus is Lord of Lords. Even now, he has triumphed over the grave. Uh, but he didn't do it by choosing uh, to bow down before the tempter, to worship anyone other than God. Even in his humanness, even though he was God, uh, he chose uh, to take on this role of a servant, and in doing so, to humble himself and worship God only. Um, I think about our lives, and I think about my own life, and I think about this passage, and I would say that so many times it, it is tempting for us uh, to, kind of like the Israelites in the Old Testament, to hedge our bets, to say we trust God and yet sometimes worship other things. Sometimes we worship some kind of status or monetary things. Sometimes we worship uh, comfort. Sometimes we worship things like entertainment and pleasure. Uh, and, and the command has always been to worship the Lord your God and serve only him. So how do we know what we're worshiping? There's an old saying that, that says, basically, you become like the thing you worship. So a good thing to do in this new year might be to take stock in what, what are we becoming? Right, what's important to me? What do I value? What are the things that I will drop everything for? Um, and it may be that that's the thing that I'm worshiping. Um, am I spending all my time and energy uh, trying to climb the corporate ladder? Then maybe consumerism and money is something that's taken a very high place in my life. And you can just go down the list. And so the question is that if we become like the thing we worship, ultimately, uh, if we worship God and serve him only, the thing we will become, as scripture says, God is love. Ultimately, we will become more and more loving. Uh, we will become more and more self-sacrificing. We will learn to serve. We will become more kind. We will become more patient. Uh, we will become the things that God is because God will be working Christ-likeness out in our lives. And so at the beginning of a year is always a good time to, to look at our priorities and say, what am I worshiping? 
to be honest with ourselves, uh, a lot of times we like to think, well, you know, I don't bow down before any idols um, because we think of idols as these, you know, statues that, that ancient peoples would build or whatever. Uh, but idols are, are anything that takes our full attention and, and things that we will bow down before in order to serve or to worship. And so they can take many forms. So this is a good time of year for us to take stock and to say, what are the things I'm pursuing? And are they the things of God? And, and what am I becoming? Am I becoming more like Christ? Am I becoming more loving? Am I becoming more patient? Am I becoming more kind? Um, or are there other things that are really grabbing more of my attention? And those might be the things that I find that I'm bowing down to more than I might think I am. And so all of us have these same questions we have to ask ourselves. And we have to be honest with ourselves, realizing that God is gracious and God wants us to be conformed into his image. And that God is loving and forgiving uh, when we turn to him and when we say, God, I have been bowing down to some things that I are not of you, that are not you, and I want to worship you and serve you only. And will you give me the grace to be able to do that day in and day out as I walk this earth? And, and I think God will. And I also would say that sometimes it's a little bit of a journey uh, that we have to relearn new habits and that we have to reprioritize uh, how we spend our time, our money, and uh, all the things that we've been given while we're on this earth. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.